by Riverside. Hello, welcome to an episode of uh, Men in Gitch, where today three men who will, may or may not be in the Gitch are talking to you about some video games. Um, <laughs> we have a special guest today uh, rejoining us for the second time, uh, Roro. How are you doing today, Roro? Hello, I'm doing really, really good. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly how I'm doing. I'm... I am. I am doing. I'm. I'm doing like somebody uh, who just goofed real hard on a on a podcast recording is doing. That's that's, <laughs> that's how I'm doing. Uh, Brandon, how are you, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm doing great. Apart uh, apart from you know the fact that we just went on and you know re- quote unquote recorded for thirty minutes, <laughs> and then somebody <coughs> gauge. <coughs> um, didn't press record <laughs> so yeah i mean i uh, that's a beautiful day out here man you know it's 113 now it was 112 last time uh, last time we went through this intro yeah last time as in as in as in almost 40 minutes ago right before before, before we were recording um oh yeah goodness. no i definitely it's it sounds yeah, it, it it sounds like it was definitely like all of us have a little bit like to do with it, and like it was definitely like you know, <laughs> yeah. each of us contributed to it, and you gotta no. just learn from our mistakes. And, and, this works. And, and, <laughs> together, we'll just make a better product. You know, I mean, these things happen to, to, to groups of people. To, to groups of people, it happens. So to groups of people, <laughs> to multiple people who sometimes you know, make you mistakes. You can't have a well-oiled machine with one rusty gear. So right. So. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything that may or may not have happened before we started this episode, but uh, we're here and we're talking to you about uh, E3 2021 and our uh, picks for what we thought were the best showings of E3 2021, um, which was overall a pretty mediocre E3, but I think have only ourselves to blame for that. Actually, Roshan and I were talking before we started recording or even fake started recording um brandon how do you i'm gonna pitch this idea to you what if what if every e3 that goes by is moderate within within the margin of error the same quality but we the gaming community just hype ourselves up a little too much because it only happens once a year that you know and that's probably very honestly what had happened because we have to take into consideration we were dogging on this e3 pretty hard yeah but covid also happened so a lot of these studios were completely shut down and everybody's working from home right and as we've seen even with valheim to this day valheim all of their developers work from home right so that i i understand why games haven't you know been getting cranked out because it's it's hard to communicate and to coordinate when your coworkers are spread out amongst a 30 mile radius right exactly um i do i do think there were some definitely some weak shows uh this year like some objectively oh, weak shows but i always, uh, yeah we were just talking about that and i was thinking about that like i definitely think that the the good quote good e3s we look back on 
are maybe is maybe just a mixture of like nostalgia and like Rashan says like rose tinted glasses just looking back when we were all young and starry eyed and like super excited for like the next big game and I definitely think that might have something to do with it because it's 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 one year apart it's just enough time to forget <laughs> to forget what E3s are actually like and just to start getting excited about the rumor mill and all that stuff so but uh, yeah, no, we had a couple of good shows. We had uh, Xbox and Nintendo, which gave us uh, quite a few reveals. Xbox especially, 30, 30 games they revealed, and 27 of them are coming to Game Pass Day 1, mm-hmm. which is absolutely nuts. But we're not going to talk about E3 as a whole this episode. We are going to, each of us, break down our top three showings. So to start us off, I'm going to kick this over to uh, Rashan. Rashan, give us yes. one of your best of e3 showings one of my favorite ones is uh battlefield 2042 and it looks absolutely insane like i i i can still get just enthusiastic about it because it's 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 insane like the the end of the trailer with the like this the spaceship like blasting off into space like what is going on here like are we is it just like a set piece or is I wouldn't put it past them that like there's a space map or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) There's like the whole verticality of it, how you can go inside of a building and then go up an an elevator and then jump off the building with your squirrel suit and a bunch of helicopters are flying by and apparently you can get an ATV on a roof somehow, but it's, (laughs) it just looks absolutely insane. The dynamic weather with the sandstorms and the tornadoes and how you could like mod your gun on the fly. It, it, it looks really fun. So I'm excited to see what else they have to show off on July 22nd, where they're apparently going to show a little bit more. But yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to get my hands on it later this year. And I'm not I'm not a big military shooter guy. So this is this is definitely they're doing something doing something good to get me interested. Yeah, um, I, I love that. I love that uh, they're doing they're, they're showing enough of the right things to get people who aren't into Battlefield in like excited about Battlefield because it's been quite a while since Battlefield has had this huge presence. I mean, uh, Battlefield One, which came out in ooh, I want to say twenty sixteen, was like the the last game that had a like a bunch of positive press and a pretty big player base. Uh, but even that uh, had some game mechanics that a lot of people didn't like. It, it, hardcore Battlefield uh, people didn't like so this battlefield game seems to be the perfect blending of those two worlds where it's exciting and like over the top and bombastic enough to get people who aren't in the battlefield interested in it. But it also looks enough like core battlefield that people like me who've been playing for like almost like 10 years now, it like I'm looking at this going like, yes, this just looks fantastic. And like you said, the ridiculous stuff you can do. I, I love their reveal trailer. There are so many nods to stunts that have actually happened in the battlefield community like obviously everybody's already pointed out but the rendezvous to to make it in a cinematic reveal trailer where they obviously worked and animated this for such a long time to decide to put in a a moment like that from the community was just awesome um so yeah the the reveal trailer and the gameplay trailer i completely agree it's it looks great and i'm super excited that you're excited about it because i know you're not a big military shooter guy but the fact that this has done enough to get you going like to get you excited like that's that's awesome yeah, man, and you and you say you're you're confused about how you know you'd get an ATV yeah. on the roof of a skyscraper, but have you played Halo? If there is a will There's to get a, a vehicle into a place that it does not belong, <laughs> there is a way to get it there. And, and in classic Battlefield fashion, that way to get that ATV up there is probably to like f- jump it off of a, a ramp, 
land it on an airplane wing, fly <laughs> it up there, and then drive it off of the airplane to get it on the roof of the building. That's yeah. It's, now that's probably how it got up there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know. I mean, oh, here's another thing we don't know. I mean, they haven't said anything, so I, I would doubt it. But in Battlefield, maybe it flies. Maybe it. Maybe the ATV flies. Maybe the wheels just they invert <laughs> sideways, and now they're just propellers, and it's like a hovercraft. Um. Uh, in Battlefield Five, I know you could tow things around with the tanks and the trucks. So I wonder if they've added some sort of like winch uh, feature for like the helicopters. Like that'd be pretty cool. Um, but Brandon, uh, you played Battlefield Four, right? Yes, I did. C- correct me if I'm wrong, but could you not fit the ATVs in the elevators in Siege of Shanghai? I could have sworn. I think you. I th- I'm pretty sure you could. Right. And, and if it wasn't a perfect fit, it was a tight fit. Right. I think. I think this is something that you could do actually in. Uh, yeah, in a, in, a, in a Battlefield Four map. Um, but there was only one skyscraper that you could actually really get into. So, it's cool to see that. And that was before it fell over. Exactly, and that was before people. And that's the thing. There was only one thing you could like uh, destroy in each of those maps. So like. That, ta- that skyscraper in Siege of Shanghai, immediately, like within five minutes of the match starting, everybody was just like, oh, I know exactly what to do to blow it up, and then it would be gone. Yeah. Um, I was one of those people. I enjoyed seeing it every time. <laughs> if I have any power over destruction, I will wield it. I will I will wield it. Yeah. I think it looks great, too. And uh, I, was, I was pretty happy with the showing. I wish we could have seen a bit more uncut footage, because it was very jumpy and all over the place, but so far, it just it looks like it looks a lot like Battlefield uh, Four, but just twice the size, which is great. That's pretty much all I really could ask for. Yeah, who needs a story mode? Not us. Yeah, that's another interesting thing. Rashan, does that bother you at all that there's no campaign? Uh, for as an like, I want I want an outsider's perspective. On right. This. Uh, no, not at all. No. Okay, because I can <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee there's a lot of hubbub about this, but I can guarantee you, um, hardcore Battlefield players feel the exact same way. Um, yeah. there hasn't been a remarkable or even like, even like, I would say like the best battlefield campaign we've ever gotten, like is maybe like a six and a half out of 10. Like they're not really that great. They, they've always been okay. Uh, the, I will say the, um, what do they call the war stories for battlefield one? Those were pretty good, but, um, even those ones were just repurposed multiplayer maps. So. Definitely not a huge deal to me. I'm glad that that doesn't dissuade you at all. Um, I actually know a little piece of uh, fun lore. I, I was watching a podcast PXN and some guy jumped in the chat and was like, don't pre-order the oh, game. Yeah. It's got no single player. And I was like, all right, guy. Like, It's really, I promise you it's not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no, no campaign doesn't bother me. Um, I've also seen people making the comparison that like, oh, Halo's you know free to play, and Call of Duty's free to play, so you got to go free to play. And it's like, well, Call of Duty's really not free to play. It's only Warzone that is. Like, if you want to play proper Call of Duty, you still have to pay like full price for it. So, yeah, um, Halo is interesting though because they are the first ones to really to do that. So we'll see how that shakes out. But yeah, Battlefield That's... 2042. Sorry, go ahead. Just just random question: Has Call of Duty done an only multiplayer game? Like for sale, uh, three or four, wasn't it? Mm, oh yeah, like without I a, think without Black a Ops, Black Ops three, I think was um, had no campaign. Yeah, it was either three or four. I can't remember which one. Three. Okay, so wait, I think it was three for previous gen consoles didn't have one, and then I think four all around because I remember one of them. Maybe it was three. One of the Black Ops 
either three or four, their campaign mode was just a series of training missions to get you used to multiplayer. They actually didn't straight didn't have a campaign. So it has been done before. Yeah, it has been done before, and there wasn't anywhere nearly as much as a backlash. So, Brandon, hit us with one of your uh, best of E3 showings. So I think I'm going to do the same. I'm also going to go in the same order and kick this off with Rocksmith. Um, you know, it's a long day of work, right? And you don't want to come home and practice your instrument. You want to play video games. So what do you do? You boot up Rocksmith. You get the best of both worlds. You get to you practice your both. instrument. Exactly. You can do <laughs> both. Dude, you can probably even set up some sort of like MIDI board that controls your computer through your guitar and actually play like Rocket League with a guitar. Well, I don't know. That's just me going off on a I was going to say, you but... could probably do something like that. I definitely couldn't do anything <laughs> like that. It's all in the muscle memory. You'll get used to it. Um, but yeah, something like that. It's just a good combination of playing video games and being educational. And I'm really excited for Rocksmith Plus because then it'll open the door for other people who want to honestly get into this dying art. Not a lot of people really play guitar anymore or just instruments in general. And it's a good, it's a good even medium. I guess I should say, between going out and getting an actual guitar teacher and just sitting around playing City Skylines all day. Right. You can play Rocksmith and get an actual applicable first world skill that you can use. So I I completely agree. Um Rocksmith Plus was probably the favorite my favorite thing that I saw from the Ubisoft conference. Um and like you said, like that uh that that marriage of games and education is really interesting because um, it's one of those things where, like you said, you, you can trick yourself into thinking that you're playing a game, but what you're actually doing is getting, like you said, a uh, an actual skill that you can use. And as somebody who has thought about dabbling in guitar, um, if I ever were to pull the trigger on that, I would probably pick this up as well, and like that, I would use this as my sort of way to get my foot in the door. Um, so yeah, Rocksmith Rocksmith Plus, I. I definitely like it quite a bit. Um, obviously, we'll have to wait and see how the subscription model uh, looks because I think that's the one thing that a lot of people were worried about. But fifty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I think that's everyone's For basic access. That's everyone's worry. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do like like the the marriage of game and real world real world skill, like you guys were talking about. Um, I think it could be pretty beneficial to kind of put those two together because learning kind of sucks so it's cool to make it a a little bit more fun um and yeah i i think i would be interested in this um for like a a specific instrument and i know like as i think uh brendan's actually the one who told me this that rocksmith has other things besides guitars so if they were to expand this to to other instruments i would be definitely interested in like picking up maybe a drum version of this or a, a, a saxophone version of this or something like that crazy would be sweet if but, you could learn yeah. like old school funk and old school like um, uh, careless whisper yeah something like that <laughs> that would be awesome yeah. that would careless you whisper don't, you, <laughs> you don't want to learn how to play the the coffin dance song dude on rocksmith come on <laughs> Uh, so my first 
pick for best of show is going to be replaced, which was shown uh, at the Xbox conference, a side-scrolling pixel art uh, game, but it the graphics look absolutely insane. The art style is nuts. And uh, just the whole reveal trailer in terms of the, um, the sound design and the graphics and the lighting, it just looks so good. It looks so, so good. It was one of those things where I was watching it. And I was like, is this all cinematic? And then you keep watching it. And like, especially in the second half of the trailer, it definitely looks like it's gameplay. So if that is how the game looks and feels when you're playing it, then sign me up. I think Replaced looks absolutely awesome. It looks really cool. Like I, I, I think indies in general, this E3 were, were really like showing off. Uh, this one in particular looked really cool. Like the, the, like you were saying, like the lighting looks really great. The, the pixel art looks pristine. And I really like how the combat looks. It, it looks so cinematic, but you could tell, like you were saying, it, it later on in the trailer, it's definitely gameplay. So excited to see how that plays. So yeah, excited for 2022 when it comes out. 2022, yeah, I think you're right. Like the, the interesting part will be see how many, like how much, how many mechanics are actually in the game. Like is it is it just kind of like a story? You're just going like something like say like Limbo, where there's not really much to it. You're just going from one end to the other, doing crazy moves, or is there like a leveling up RPG system? something like that mm-hmm. in there um yeah that would be yeah we still have a lot to learn we got very little from the trailer but from what i saw very promising and like you said pristine pixel pristine. art brandon mr b money swag pants give us your <laughs> give us your second best of laws batwa um <laughs> what <laughs> uh, oh i see I, yeah, yeah, I see what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh my bad. I I mislabeled it. It's Laz Batwa Two. Um, but uh, Breath of the Wild Two. Um, it it looked really good. Now we don't know if it's gonna be a direct sequel because I mean you did like jump big ass sword through Ganon's head in the last one. So spoilers for has... anyone who hasn't played Breath of the Wild, like myself. Um, the game's like five years old. I don't even own a Switch, and I've played it. So. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> it's actually only like three. But was it? Was point. it a my, launch? My point still stands. Was it a launch title for the Switch? It I was. Think so. yeah. No, it was. Oh, was yeah. It? yeah. Oh damn. Oh wow. So it's old. So yeah, it's almost it's uh, almost five years now at this point. Yeah, came out in twenty seventeen, I think. Yeah. Yeah almost five years four years old so so my point still stands yeah. <laughs> um but other than that yeah the game looks absolutely fantastic it looks stunning and what caught my eye were uh was when link was like skydiving in, in the trailer and he's just like oh yeah look at me falling <laughs> um but in Skyward Sword, when you would get shot up out of the cannons and then you'd begin skydiving in the sky, your fancy magical bird would uh, come up underneath you looking like Ho-Oh from Pokemon and swoop you away. So that game looks like it has those sky islands, but I didn't see no bird. So I hope that maybe that there's going to be Mr. Big Bird. Um... <laughs> Other than that, I mean, it looks like a typical Breath of the Wild game. Same art style, same combat system. Looks really good. Do you guys think it'll have that level of verticality in the actual game? Because it looked like I mean, gameplay. The original Breath of the Wild did. 
So okay, see, this is the thing. I'm I'm the odd man out. I I think I've played maybe 15 minutes of uh, Breath of the Wild before my Switch died for the eighth time. Um, yeah, I have it. I could I could play it, um, but I I definitely am. I've been playing way too much mouse and keyboard. I find it. I'm actually at the point now where it's almost uncomfortable to play with a controller. So I'm gonna have to. I don't know. How I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to work that out, but. Um, yeah, Breath Breath of the Wild is one of those games where I do really want to play because like the systems and the mechanics of the game um, are so intricate. Like I've seen people like pull off these. There's like a trick shotting community in like Breath of the Wild, which is something I never thought I would ever say. But like people like I saw this I saw this one video recently of a guy like he chopped down a tree and then slowed down time and shot himself on shot the tree and then slowed down time, jumped onto the tree and then he then he released time and it sent the tree and him flying forward. And I was like, what the fuck is this game? Like, what is it? Like, yeah, it, it looks, it looks really cool. Um, I'm surprised we got anything for breath of the wild too. I think, I think in our predictions video that we did, all three of us were like, yeah, it's probably not going to be there. Yeah. And what wasn't there that we thought was going to be there is the, uh, the like switch pro or switch Two or whatever it was. Right. So. Yeah. We, we did think that was going to be there. I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised that they're waiting this long to announce it because it seems like it's all but confirmed. I mean, Jason Rush, Jason Schreier reported on it, and he's he he doesn't really talk about things unless he's sure because he's a very high level journalist. So, yeah, he's with the shits. Yeah. And uh, I'll kick it over to you, Rashan. Give us your uh, give us your number two. Okay, so my number two, I'm probably going to have to go with. Uh, Oh man, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with Guardians of the Galaxy from really? Square Enix. Yeah, I I'm looking at my list here, and I have four, and I was like, which one should I go with? Which one am I going to erase? And I was like, I'll keep Guardians of the Galaxy on here. Um, I thought it was. I really liked what I saw at the very beginning of it. As the like the trailer went on, I was like starting to lose my enthusiasm with it. Right, but. And then it ended and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm actually I'm actually excited for this, especially because of like how Marvel's Avengers ended up. I really enjoyed like the campaign for that game, but literally everything after with the multiplayer and the games of service, like that that whole formula I don't think works for what I for the game. And right. I'm excited to see Square Enix or Idis Montreal kind of try it again with the Marvel characters, but do a single player campaign with like branching choices, like freaking mass effect and, and like just focus on one character star Lord in this case, and just refine the combat for that one character and make it feel good instead of, you know, having so many characters to play with that. Nobody really feels that good. Right. And everybody kind of feels mad is what I kind of figured how I felt with Marvel's Avengers. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm I really like like the 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 comedy that they had in the trailer. Not everything hit, but I was like neither neither does the movie for me. Like there's oh, sure. very yeah, there's specific stuff that really hits, and there's just stuff that just like okay, you didn't that that was kind of bland. But yeah, I I like the designs of the characters. Uh, Star Lord is the one exception, but everybody else <laughs> is like you guys all look super cool. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I am definitely down to play it mainly because it's a a focused story and that's just what I would like from like the Marvel games. Like what I like so much about Spider-Man and Miles Morales is that it's a focused like narrative story. So I'm excited to get that for the Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Yeah, I, I personally, I'm not too excited about it, only for the fact of how I felt uh, with after playing the Avengers beta, where I was like, I'm, I'm good, I cannot play this. Um, but hearing, so hearing what you're saying about it is, I think it will be a better game than Avengers, even though I'm probably not going to play it for exactly what you just said. It's, it's very, it looks very similar to Avengers, but instead of having you know, six different characters that all feel kind of samey. You have just one character who's got all of these unique moves and animations, and they've stripped all the uh, game-as-a-service elements, which was the biggest complaint for Avengers, because they did not nail that at all. So um, getting rid of that and focusing on the story, I actually didn't know about the branching uh, storylines. That's really cool. Um, uh, I like to see that in games. Um, so I think this will be better than Avengers, but yeah, it didn't it didn't quite do anything for me. I did think the voice acting was a lot better than Avengers because even though Avengers they had A tier uh, voice actors, nothing yeah. aside aside from Kamala Khan, I didn't really care for any of the characters, yeah. um, uh, which was surprising because they had like Troy Baker, they had Nolan North, they had Laura Bailey, and I was like, oh man, this really is not doing anything for me. Um, yeah, they 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 have like a a huge uphill battle to to do though because like with the Marvel movies and everybody's just so used to that and Kamala Khan being the first time we're seeing her really on a big screen and I think she did a fantastic job. I'm not saying like she didn't like obviously she's talented. It's just like all the other characters are just so well known in media now that it's kind of hard to you know nail that for us. Like Troy Baker, fantastic voice actor, but his Iron Man was like you're not Robert Downey Jr. dude, so i i don't love this yeah 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 no they do have impossible shoes to fill that is that is true yeah um brandon did uh, did guardians of the galaxy do anything for you i mean like i had brought it up i mean it's just it looked like a single player's avengers game with a raccoon <laughs> so um other than that i mean it's kind of cool it's a it's a cool concept. I enjoyed the uh, the cool concept. The Avengers game did it for me for like a week, and then I was done with it. I was like, all right, whatever. Wash my hands of this. So hopefully, Guardians of the Galaxy has a little bit more of a replayable factor to it. Um, since there's those branching storylines, you know, you could always go back and try to get like different results. I guess. Um. Other than that, man, probably not really. I mean, I wouldn't put it on a, I wouldn't put it on my my day one buy list for sure. I think I think uh, I'll have to. It's definitely a wait and see game for me because uh, Avengers just kind of burned me pretty bad because I was like, oh man, like like most people, I was like, here we go. This is the superhero game we've all been waiting for. Big AAA, big budget. <laughs> we've got all the gang here, like all the voice actors. It's all come together, and then I played it, and I was like, man, I really don't like having to hit a grunt 16 times for him to lose half of his health bar. And also there's 40 grunts in this area. Fuck. That's <laughs> 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 pretty much an accurate summary of my experience with Avengers. But yeah, um, my number two is none other than Halo Infinite. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, <laughs> Master Chief Boda do it hard. Um, I am so Halo is like my favorite franchise of any franchise, any media, TVs, movies, shows, anything like that. I really thought 
Halo 4 was okay at best. I played through the campaign once and when it came out and then never again. Halo 5 I played maybe 15 minutes of and then never played it again. So Halo has been able to last. Halo is still my favorite franchise in spite of that. So to see Halo Infinite, everything I saw gameplay-wise was absolutely fantastic. And was it ticked all the right boxes for me. Um, I... I got. I actually got so emotional watching that the little campaign snippet there of, between uh, uh, Chief and and uh, uh, the new Cortana, the weapon I think they're calling her, and the multiplayer. The multiplayer just looks so good, and I, I yeah, this is this is huge. I don't know. Have uh, have either of you guys, uh, uh, Brandon? Are you a Halo guy? Have you played any of the Halos? I have played quite a lot of the Halos. I used to. Um... My dad's girlfriend, we used to go over to her sister's house all the time, and I would love going over there just so I had the opportunity to play Halo Reach. Um, <laughs> because we would, we'd, we'd all sit around just playing Halo Reach. I just found a tiny cassette tape. Um, yeah, it was just sitting in my drawer, a tiny Panasonic cassette tape. But yeah, um, Halo, it did, it did, it did. It looked really good, and you were saying the uh, multiplayer looked really good. The armor customization looked really good, and I don't know about y'all, but I am a big sucker for customization. Yes. Um, like, you let me paint my suit, you let me change my suit, <laughs> you got me hooked. Yeah. And it's coming day one Game Pass, so. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, the... Uh... The custom, yeah, customization is, is my kryptonite. There can be a game if I if I want, and I've actually debated downloading uh, games, but I've I've gotten better with my willpower. But there can be a game that's shown, and I could I could not care at all for the gameplay. I could be watching this entire reveal and be like, oh man, this gameplay looks really dumb. I'm not playing this game at all. If they end on like a on a character customization screen where you can like change like your shoulder pads and your gloves and like get really into it, it immediately <laughs> changes my opinion immediately. <laughs> immediately i remember seeing uh, i remember booting up skyrim for the first time with zero interest to play it it was just that thing in high school everybody was talking about it and it was one of those things where i was like all right i guess i'll i'll try it i did not care and then i got to the character creation and i was like ooh, i did, I did the i did the shack face i was like ooh, okay <laughs> okay all right i can get behind this um so yeah i i have i do have some concerns about the uh um armor customization only the painting that's it because they've taken away the ability to actually uh pick which colors you want and now you have to pick preset armor coatings they're calling them so uh, not a big uh. fan of that and um i honestly think that that's going to be a big problem for 343 because when they announced that the entire community was was very unhappy and then we've all forgotten about it especially with this new uh, gameplay thing but yeah, so uh, so uh, uh, in Halo Infinite, they showed off a bunch of different... So say, for example, I don't know if you guys caught this, but there was one Spartan who's wearing this armor coating called the Scorpion Punch, and he's got... He's all black with, like, a red right arm and a red mark on his helmet. Um, so that's an armor coating. My, my concern is, does that armor coating come in multiple color variations? Like, what if you're somebody who wants that exact coating, but in, say, blue and yellow, or, like orange and green is that is that an option because by how they've described it it seems like that's not the case you just have to pick from these predetermined things so that's kind of a big red flag for me but gameplay wise everything else i saw the campaign the tone of the campaign 
everything looks really good and i'm really excited to jump into that um i know you said you're not a military shooter but did halo infinite do anything for you this year uh um, Rashan, sorry <laughs> yeah no it it did i'm definitely excited for it i still need to beat a lot of the campaigns i'm not i'm not caught up to where like seeing that trailer it didn't like hit me emotionally like i was watching the xbox showcase with my buddy daniel and we were watching that that section and we saw the new ai as as i think you said her name is weapon yeah uh, yeah so and which obviously alludes to croton either being dead or somewhere that she's deleted i guess and daniel was like tearing up like he was getting so emotional and i was like this is cool, but I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. And I would love to understand what's going on. I'd love to get like hit those that point where like seeing this cutscene is gonna resonate so much with me as it did with my with my buddy. So it's just catching up with it, but it did get me to a point where like, yeah, I, I, I clearly want to experience this when it comes. So it did that. So it, it got me on the path of wanting to get back into it, at least. That's that's you want yeah. to cry. You... Yeah, I want to cry. It's true. Yeah, I just I love video games that make me cry. I, I do. <laughs> um, you're you're on Halo Two, are you not? Yes. Yeah, I beat CE earlier or late last year. And I so I'm gonna two. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you the dirty truth that uh, hardcore Halo fans won't tell you. Halo Uh-oh. CE is the worst of the bungee games, and not oh, no, I, I, yeah, not worse <laughs> in terms of like story. Like it's necessary. It's it's it you know is the mm-hmm. first step. I love it, but in terms of playing it, that's the game that yes. I replay the least. It is so clunky, and it's the level design is not great. Um, so that might have made you lose some momentum, but um, yeah, <laughs> you should def Halo Two. Um, it, the story is absolutely insane. Uh, yeah. I will play co-op campaign with you if you need motivation because Halo 2, that is one of those games. It's my favorite game of all time. I can play it through it. Uh, doesn't matter how many times. Like I can play through that game so many times and enjoy it. So I definitely recommend. I think Halo 2 is the game that if you don't enjoy Halo 2, then you don't have to worry about playing any of the ones because Halo 2 is the best in terms of story. Um, so I definitely recommend, yeah, either by yourself or like, hey, I'll, I'll come play it with you. Halo 2 is fucking awesome. And the story... I mean Keith David, man. Keith David as the arbiter. All right. I have I have started it. I have started Halo 2 and I have gotten to what my friend told me was a, a controversial point at the time, but I really thought it was cool, like being able to play as Keith David. And it's like, oh, this is this is so cool. This must have been crazy when it came out. And then Daniel's like, actually, people kind of didn't like that. I was like, really? This is awesome. Yeah, I definitely recommend sticking that one through. Halo 2 is is definitely the high point in the series in terms of story. Um and uh yeah by the end of it it's one of those yeah i okay i gotta stop i can talk about halo (laughs) welcome back to the halo hype podcast (laughs) yeah really though um all right brandon hit us with your third and final best of e3 showing boy oh boy um (laughs) you already know what it means (laughs) starfield um i'm super hyped for starfield I love Bethesda as a developer. Their games come out, they launch with the best bugs, so I can't wait <laughs> to see what bugs this game has. Um, but I loved Skyrim. I loved Fallout 3. I love Fallout 4. It, Starfield just got me so hyped because when they're slowly panning up to this ship, right, and then they cut to the the sandwich did you see how detailed that sandwich was that was the most 
detailed sandwich <laughs> I have ever seen in a video game ever. You can see the specs on the bologna. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it's just the level of detail that trailer had when um, when who we think may or may not be Tom Cruise um, was getting preparing to launch the ship and then you could see the sparks start shooting before the actual thrusters engage that's like a real life thing that actually happens and just to think they took the time out of their day to add those itty bitty little particles into this cutscene that makes you think what details have they added into the actual game um and of course, in classic Bethesda fashion, that uh, Roe and I actually predicted that this game was going to be holiday season next year. And not only holiday season, I even straight up threw out 11 11 2022. So, yep. You guys were both right. And, like, yeah, it's coming out on exactly uh, 11 years after Skyrim came out. Um, but the question I need to ask you, Brandon, is do you think you'll be able to slice your own bologna? I don't think I'm going to be able to slice my own bologna, but who knows? Maybe it's going to start another joke like the sweet rolls, bro. Oh, yes. We're, we're I didn't even think about that. Starfield 6. Somebody's, well, let me guess. Somebody stole your bologna sandwich. <laughs> and <laughs> you're going to be like, <laughs> I remember that from Starfield 1. <laughs> um, but other than that, man, the game, that trailer just looked absolutely beautiful, and I was hoping, I'm hoping they used some sort of, like, in-game assets, because it, it just looks super detailed, and I'm going to need a better graphics card, so. What I really enjoyed about Starfield, uh, being somebody who's played a lot of Bethesda games, is that the tone seems to be serious, which is not something you get a lot. Like, Skyrim is high fantasy, and, like, I guess is some takes itself somewhat seriously, but it is very, like, kind of out there. Um, and obviously, yeah. uh, Fallout is pretty much post-apocalyptic Tarantino movie. Um, yeah. But both of those games, both of those games will have side quests that are really like emotional and like down to earth. And this trailer makes it seem like this whole game is going to be a somewhat serious, a somewhat grounded space adventure. So I'd love to see what uh, the team at Bethesda Games Studios can do with that because they're they're like second to none when it comes to uh, lore and universe building. So I'm a 100%. I am already super intrigued uh, as to what this universe is going to look and feel like. Um, how did how did this do anything for you, uh, Rashan? Um, yeah, I I definitely want to see more. Um, it's 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 kind of what we talked about at the beginning, where you, yeah, we were both right that it's going to come out next year, but something that I w- was hoping to see and kind of what was part of my prediction was was gameplay mm. um it is 2022 though like november of next year so there's if the e3 comes back again there is an e3 between now and and then where they have the chance to to do that or if they do a digital showcase like so many people are doing could definitely see um them doing a gameplay kind of thing but i i was definitely intrigued by like the story and setting up the world that they have here i just want to see like what we'll be doing and how we'll be doing it um but that's that's I guess to be to be to be seen to be decided I guess, but uh, yeah I thought it was a good trailer, and I, I like the the gun that that they put on the table. Yes, that gun looks so cool. It's like it reminded me of like some really good Destiny artwork. I like how like the the HUD was like blinking, 
really cool colors. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was definitely into that. That gun was super yeah. textured. The, just the depth mapping on that yes. gun was insane. <laughs> but okay, so is it uh, who's who's all gone? You okay? So uh, Rashan, give us your mm-hmm. give us your third all and right. final best of showing. Yes, yes, yes. I just want to give my quick honorable mention to Breath of the Wild too. Definitely, definitely hyped for that. I'm replaying Breath of the Wild right now because of how how hyped that trailer got me so excited for that um but my number three and i can't believe i'm saying this is for for it's uh, horizon five really it's like, oh. like this looks crazy and i love me some arcadey racing games but just how beautiful it looked i was like this isn't real <laughs> this is impossible they would like show a nice little <laughs> setting of like some some like rainforest in Brazil or something, and they'd have like the the water just calmly there, and you see some trees floating or not floating, but like breezing in the breeze, and then you just see a car drive by. I was like, oh my god, this is the video game. I thought this yeah. was just like a nice still that they were showing us, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it looks so crazy, and it looks lots of fun. Like I love how they implemented the how you can quickly join somebody that's in your party is like just with the the d-pad i saw um like somebody say hey want to play horizon arcade and you just press you select yes and then just like that you're you're playing horizon arcade with your buddy it's like really cool quality of life stuff like that that seems like it'll be super fun to just jump into but the the racing looks really cool um it's just it's just how beautiful it looks that kind of got me off guard and i was like yeah, this is this seems like a lot of fun. I love my me some Need for Speed. Uh, I love uh, playing those types of games. So, Forza Horizon isn't something that I have been into before, but the way they presented it here definitely intrigued me. So I'm I'm definitely interested to try it. And as we were saying with the the PC having to upgrade it, this is definitely something that's not going to run <laughs> on <laughs> on my current thing. So I'm either going to have to get an Xbox or a new computer. A new Xbox sounds more affordable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this looks really cool. Yeah, you know something, what? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one thing that really got me about Forza Horizon, um, what is it, 5? Five, yeah. Is that they had, they this game actually had a deep dive. Yeah. This game had like 10 minutes of, of this dude actually breaking down this game. And that was more than we pretty much saw out of any other developer. Like Mm. they were super proud of this game to Mm. show it off to everybody. And I don't blame them. Like you said, this game just looks absolutely fantastic. I've been with Forza all the way back, like Forza Motorsports three and on the 360, that game was fantastic. Or I even had this, I had Forza on my original Xbox. So this game it just looks fantastic it, it really and, did and there's like a story mode too it looks like a like a campaign that could like yeah. introduce you to like the controls and just for me like kind of jumping into forza horizon for kind of the first time really it, it seems like a really cool entry point in the series for someone like myself but yeah like you were saying they had a, a deep dive and usually these these kind of deep dives i get bored after a certain amount of time but i was like 
on the edge of my seat for the entire time. It's not like it was super exciting or anything. I was, I was just blown away, blown away by how Intrigued. amazing it looked. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it, it yeah, absolutely insane looking. And, and I I knew I knew where you're going with that as soon as you mentioned it. But yeah, they would show like a picture, like a still image, right, of like mm-hmm. something, and then you're looking at it, and then a car swoops by, and then the camera shifts, and it just goes right into gameplay. <laughs> and it was like, oh man, this is. This is nuts, and the um, I especially loved how they're using uh, photogrammetry and how they mentioned that they they went on location and they actually fill they would actually take reference uh, photos and videos uh, f- all throughout the night and day so that they get accurate day and night cycles. Um, that's that's really cool because then you're gonna get properly you know with the moon lighting and all that stuff like it's gonna look absolutely awesome. Um, you mentioned uh, the full deep dive, and this is that's funny that you mentioned that because I was actually. Uh, it actually made me a little bit worried. I'm like, why didn't Halo Infinite get this kind of deep dive? Like, this is this is your big franchise, but like, yeah, Forza got like four times the amount of uh, screen time as Halo. Um, but no, I was watching with a buddy of mine as well, um, and uh, he was like, like you were saying, Ro, he was like at the edge of his seat the entire time. Like, he was absolutely <laughs> losing it. He was loving it. Um, it looks great. It's coming day one to Game Pass, so I will absolutely download it and play it. Um, yeah, it looks it looks so good, and honestly, the one of the best things I really liked is that um, at one point the uh, the dev mentioned that they had um, reached out to real life Mexican artists and put their art in the game. Like he mm-hmm. mentioned at one point, the side of a building, he's like, "Yeah, this mural is an actual mural from somebody." And it's like that's really cool to go and actually find local artists and like hype them up and and, and put their thing into this product that's going to be enjoyed by millions of players. That's awesome. I really thought that was cool. Um, a small minor detail, I know, but I was just something where I was like, I appreciate that. Like looking out for the little guy, I like it. Um, yeah. And uh, Brandon, something you mentioned is the the track editor. That's that's something that's going to get me to stick around because I've played Forza Horizon three and four, and I usually play through the story mode and uh, and then do a couple races with my friends, and that's kind of it. But the fact that you can act, it looks like they have a GTA style track editor. That's going to be huge for the longevity of this game, I think. I don't remember mentioning that, but I'm going to take credit for mentioning it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> or I might be Roshan with the joining up your friends with the, with the track, with the arcade races, sorry, yeah. That, sorry, that was Roshan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I can take credit no, for that I, I rescind, totally if you really want it. No, I, I rescind any credit given to you ever, so that's... <laughs> Um, yeah, but no, the, the, uh, the track editor looks, looks pretty cool too. Like that's something that I'm, I'm somebody who, I mean, you and I, Brandon, you and I mentioned, uh, character customization. Another thing with me is map editors. Uh, the only reason I have ever spent ungodly amount of time in Far Cry games is making stupid maps for myself to run around and play in. So this track editor in Forza Horizon 5 is definitely, um, it's definitely going to keep my attention, I think. That's that's cool. Yeah, that's a beautiful game. Beautiful deep dive by Xbox. And they, uh, they did pretty well. It, it paid off because I don't know if you guys if you guys saw, but IGN did an official poll for what the, what the best showing was, and Forza Horizon Five won by like a good amount. So oh, it wow. seems like Forza Horizon Five is definitely um, at the top of a lot of people's lists in terms of anticipated games for this fall. I think I even I think I even put an input on that poll. Because I saw that poll come up, and you know, but me being me, I, I put in for Stark. Yeah, <laughs> naturally, uh, I clicked Halo Infinite, and I don't even think it was in the top three, which is rough. Um, but 
Um, yeah, so my okay, so I guess we'll end it off on my uh, third and final one, and this is this is actually my most hyped game, even more so than Halo Infinite, which sounds insane. But mine is actually Redfall from Arcane Studios. Ooh. That cinematic trailer fucking blew me away, and um, I. I've seen a lot of people trying to um, sort of calm the hype, saying, you know, we didn't see any gameplay. But if you've if you've played Prey, if you've played the Dishonored games, like, and even looking at Deathloop, like, I, you can definitely get a feel for how it's probably going to play. But the fact that it's an open world um, campaign, uh, or, sorry, uh, an open world co op experience with up to four players, that sounds great. The art style sold me the vibe of the trailer sold me the, the the comedy landed for me personally i thought it was great where it's like fuck how do we get into the shit and then the title card comes up how they got <laughs> into the shit and then later it's like the shit like I, I i i liked it a lot um i thought the characters were cool what little we saw of them i thought each of the characters uh seemed at least interesting and charismatic especially comparing it to say back for blood which i was not a fan of the characters so much which I, even even though i wanted to be um and like I don't know about you guys, but that shot towards the end where they're all walking at the convenience store and the um, the telekinetic lady is like reloading her shotgun like with her hands in the oh, air, yeah. like doing that weird like that shot is so fucking cool <laughs> where she just like floats the shells in and then cocks it without actually touching the gun. That shot is stuck in my head. I think that's so fucking cool. Um, yeah, for me it's Redfall. I don't know. I don't know if you guys enjoy that trailer at all, but I thought Redfall looks fucking awesome vampires and guns bro that's probably some of the best things you can really have you can vampires and guns nosferatu and glocks (laughs) (laughs) uh i'd be interested in it when it uh when it drops but i mean we really don't know when it's gonna drop summer summer 2022 we need to get a release window A release window. Yes. And uh, I actually did a little bit of digging. Uh, They did trademark Redfall all the way back in um, September of 2018. So if it releases... (sighs) That's just something we missed then. Yeah. yeah, Well, I mean, mean, yeah, it wasn't really... Actually, no, we we did talk about it on one of the podcasts. We did talk about it. It it was Project Omen. It was a rumor. It was in the rumor section because it was was not a very credible leak, but it turns out it was right. Um, But yeah, so they've been working on this for... Um, at least if it, if it releases late summer 2022, it'll be four years of development, if not more, because that was only when the trademark was filed. Um, and yeah, Arcane Austin, they've, uh, they've assisted the, um, the, uh, the main Arcane studio, uh, on every game that they've worked on. So I am excited, very excited. I don't, I don't really have much doubt, actually. I don't know why it's just a cinematic trailer, but I'm totally (laughs) sold. I'm totally sold on it. Yeah, it it, it definitely looked cool. Um, I, I, I remember watching it and, and Pete Hines came, came out a bit earlier in the show and he was wearing a, a bite back shirt. And I was like, I was like to my buddy is like, what is that in reference to? And I was like, I, he's like, I have no idea. I was like, neither do I. And then he, uh, then the, the trailer came up and that was it. And it was like oh it was something that hadn't been announced yet i didn't even catch that yeah. oh shit so he okay he was wearing that shirt earlier in the conference that's yeah, kind of yeah. cool that's kind of cool yeah it was like the vampire mouth and it said bite back at the end and then when the redfall trailer ended it said it had that same mouth logo and bite right. back at the end i was like oh there we go <laughs> that, that makes more sense now 
but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. Again, like you were saying, cinematic trailer. I've learned. Well, I should say I've learned. I've told myself that maybe when I see a cinematic trailer, I shouldn't get too hyped. But I, every single time I see one, I still get hyped. I still sometimes pre-order games that I shouldn't. Anthem, I'm looking at you. Watch Dogs 1, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I've been duped many times by cinematic trailers and, and E3 showings where I'm like, maybe I should just calm down a bit. But I'm, I'm trying to do that with this one. But uh, the, the trailer was definitely cool. I have to admit that. Yeah, that that's fair. Although I will say, it, so you're definitely right. People have been burned on cinematic, but uh, doubly bad for those explain for those examples you just gave. Uh, I'm pretty sure Watch Dogs and Anthem got in-game trailers but, that yeah, also before. were not accurate to the to the oh in-game. yeah yeah Watch Dogs that's especially. True. But yeah. Anthem, I think I remember watching a video, like a video essay after Anthem had released, like how they like how literally the maps were like a quarter of the size of the E3 demo. Like when they, when they were flying around, apparently they were flying for way longer. And yeah, so both of those were like bad, but no, you're right. I probably shouldn't <laughs> hype myself up. Like we were just talking about E3 and like fooling ourselves. Right, yeah. I probably shouldn't, but man, I would be lying if I, if I didn't say I hadn't been thinking about this game since I saw it. Hmm. There's just something about like, I don't know. It's just, it's just the fact that I love the Dishonored games so much. They play so well. Like, I really think they're slept on games, um, especially Dishonored 2. Dishonored 2 is a fantastic game in terms of gameplay. And um, just knowing that they're combining that with guns, because I very much am a military shooter guy, it's like, cool, supernatural powers plus vampires plus M4 assault rifles. You got me. You got me. Sign me up. I'm, I'm totally there. <laughs> um yeah, and just the four-player co-op action. PVE is having a resurgence as of late, and I absolutely am here for it. Yes. I'm definitely, uh, I definitely do play, like, say, I'm more of a multiplayer guy than you are, but if I could only have one experience, like, for the rest of my life, I would choose PVE. Like, I, I'm much, I have much more fun with three buddies all working towards the same goal than I do. Mm-hmm. It's getting, you know, screamed obscenities Smoked. at by 14 yeah. year olds in Call of Duty lobbies. <laughs> oh my god yeah no um yeah redfall man that was that was my of everything that they showed this this uh e3 redfall was definitely the one that blew me away the most and again i you're right i probably shouldn't get too hyped but damn it i've committed now i've i've let it in the doors the doors already open um now i definitely didn't give you guys any heads up on this but i'm just thinking to myself now is there any worst of showings <laughs> that you saw is there is there one is there one thing that you saw this weekend that you were just like why why am i seeing that at all most of ubisoft's conference <laughs> um, i'm just going straight into it why would they show five to seven minutes of games they've already released of them doing absolutely nothing but like walking around in the environment like what were they showcasing the fact that they have generic footprint sounds in like just the same as almost any other game (laughs) cool you have a difference from when you're walking on stone to when you're walking on grass so does every other game like and they were trying to act like it was some sort of ASMR. Like, no, turn the game down on the game volume, please. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, you know what? I was going to give an example, but I genuinely forgot what the game is called. It was, it was, <laughs> one, of, it was one of the Square Enix games. It, <laughs> I shit you not. It wasn't... 
I think I know which one you're it talking wasn't, about. It I wasn't, think it might be the same one I'm thinking of. It wasn't Strangers of Paradise, because I remember that one only because that guy's yeah. like, I want to kill chaos. I'm yeah. here to kill chaos. It was the I, other one. I think you're thinking about Babylon's Fall. That's exactly the one I'm thinking yeah, of. That's the one I'm thinking about, too. That was my worst as well. Yeah, that was... Uh, I was like, wow, this looks like it's a 360 game. And also... <laughs> um just the most generic gameplay i've ever seen yeah um it, the, the backgrounds were like they were really bad but at the same time i thought that's that was the point of it like i think they were going for like a painted look like an oil painted look but like before it was done like it, right. they have like the splotches <laughs> right. and stuff like they're about to start painting it's like what is what is going on here but even more so like you're saying the gameplay didn't look didn't look that fun to me it really so, didn't look fun that's yeah. the thing yeah i said generic and uh, and i do mean that but you're right like it, it just didn't look fun to play um now i will say i i was what i only watched it uh the stream i didn't go back and watch it like uh uploaded to youtube so like the mm, stream quality might have yeah might have because like, i didn't catch that at all i thought it just looked bad like i i didn't see any specific art style they were going for so i should rewatch yeah. that to see but at the same time i'm like well even if it looks even if even yeah. it looks graphically better i don't know if i'll pick that up at yeah. all the and, characters do look like 360 characters like especially in like the cutscenes that they have here yeah yeah they look they look pretty rough <laughs> I'm really glad you remembered the name for that because I genuinely, <laughs> it slipped my mind. I knew exactly which game I was talking about, but I had no idea. And even Babylon's Fall, like that's a pretty, that's a pretty generic uh, name too. Babylon is something that's used all the time. And, it's like Godfall or ex- something like they did. Yeah. Yeah. They already did that. <laughs> I was actually thinking of Godfall, but I was like, no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. Oh, that was another bad one. Gearbox's entire conference was absolute <laughs> dog poop. Like, <laughs> why did they even come? <laughs> They spent yeah. like an an at like it was a half an hour thing, and fifteen minutes of that, maybe more, was just Randy Pitchford walking around the the what call it the the Borderlands movie set, just being yeah. an asshole. And he couldn't and he couldn't show us anything. Like Kevin Hart was was came out for a second, and he wasn't even in costume. And the this the stills that they showed us were stuff that we've seen, and those stuff that we've seen were just black out shadows of the characters that we have not seen yet. And the gameplay that they showed off was 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 a uh, was a cinematic of something that we saw at, at Summer Games Fest already. Yep. It was like, what? Why? Why did you come here? Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. That that was that might have been my worst actually. The Gearbox one. Yeah. They. Yeah. I can only remember Tiny Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I can't even think of anything else they showed off because yeah. it was. Yeah, you're right. It was so lackluster. Um, there's there's another one too. It's a bit of a gray area because I do like what they did, but. Take two definitely should have uh, primed people's expectations because yeah. all the way up to this, if you looked at any E3 schedules, it said Take Two conference, like just like like Xbox conference, Take Two conference. So I went in there expecting a conference, and it was a conference call. It was not. <laughs> it was not a conference. Um, I loved. Yeah. I loved what they were talking about, and they were talking about some really important things. But yeah. um, I looked. I looked at the chat for a lot of that stuff, and aside from the just horrible shit there was a lot of genuine people being like well what do i need to stick around is there games or what are we what are we doing here so yeah that was definitely weird they definitely should have told people what was going on with that but um yeah gearbox gearbox take two and honestly um uh coke media and and even ubisoft was yeah they were they all had some bad stuff i think um 
I think aside from Babylon's fall, um, I will say I know this is this one might be controversial because it has a huge following. I really don't think Rainbow Six Extraction has any legs to it at all. Um, I was watching that gameplay and I was like, man, like it's built around the mechanics of Rainbow Six Siege, which are really slow and like, uh, you know, like in the very beginning of the, of the Rainbow Six uh, Extraction trailer, the guy they're they're all walking up to the base. The guy like uh, does his leans to the left and the right, and I'm like, nobody's gonna use that in the game. Like, why is like you're taking a very slow tactical game? <laughs> And you're just adding zombies to it. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I really don't think that game is going to last. It doesn't, uh, I'm worried. I'm worried to say the least about Rainbow Six Extraction, but. Yeah. Like, like I said in our previous podcast, bro, I don't even think that game should exist. Like, I think, I think the timed event was definitely the way that it should have stayed. They should have just kept brought that back or even added it as a mode in Rainbow Six. You know what I mean? Like you can just scroll over to that. And choose it because they already have an uh, a PVE AI mode, I think terrorist hunt or something like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that one was. But they uh, wouldn't be able to charge sixty dollars if they did that. That's a very good point, Rashan. <laughs> that is a very good point. Um, yeah, makes it a bit difficult. And uh, like I like, like I always say, people like uh, everybody's wondering why uh, Splinter Cell isn't around. It's because Ubisoft is having a really hard time turning that into an open world, um, open world looter shooter. It's oh, there. No. It's it's tough. It's a tough. How are you gonna do that? You know, it's tough. I can't blame them. So that's where Splinter Cell is right now. I can guarantee it. They're gonna when they finally show that off. It's gonna be a a nice big open world with different regions, and you have to clear cell towers and. Oh my god. Yeah. Let's go. Sidebar. So I'm I'm over here going through one of the drawers in my office desk, right? And I find a sealed copy of Call of Duty Modern Warfare what 3 the? for the PC. <laughs> for the PC? Yeah. Yep. Oh. A sealed disc copy of Modern Warfare 3. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Yep. Um, yeah, so I, I think, uh, that, that probably wraps up our, uh, our best of E3 show and, and, all, and also worst of E3 show. <laughs> um, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping PlayStation comes out pretty soon because I'm a bit upset because I have a feeling that some of their stuff would have been in here. Um, I'm really hoping that we get to see, uh, factions and, um, I, you know, I've got, I've got this feeling in my gut. We're going to get a PC announcement for, for, uh, some more games, whether it be just Uncharted or Uncharted and The Last of Us. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, no PlayStation yet, but of everything we saw, this was what we thought of and, uh, what, what we thought was the best and the worst of. So if you enjoyed listening to these three idiots, uh, just, just drone on and on about video games and consider sticking around um and uh three idiots and a cat three idiots and a cat have you been hearing her for, uh, scream for the last like 20 minutes because like she's like yes fuck uh more work for editing i'm not excited about that no don't don't worry about it leave it in. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna leave it I, I don't know if i can i don't know we'll see depends on how lazy i am but usually that stuff drives me insane because i have her she okay you guys can hear her. this don't ever get a siamese cat i love cats don't get a siamese cat she is locked outside of my room behind a wall and you guys are still hearing her um so that's what a siamese cat's like 
Have you seen Lady and the Tramp, bro? They have a full-blown song. So, them puppies sing? They do have a full song, heard... but that's... <laughs> we, sh we shouldn't talk about that song. Incredibly racist. Incredibly racist. Um, but uh, in terms of how annoying Siamese cats are, then it's, it's also accurate, unfortunately. Yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> She's getting louder. <laughs> Dude, she's just getting louder. I love her. I love her, but it's it's a lot. Also, she... I know you're talking about me. Yeah. Anyways, if you if you if you liked if you liked all this animal talk and weather talk and every other kind of talk we do that's not about video games, um, yeah. If you if you liked what you heard here today, then uh, consider sticking around and uh, you know listening to the next one. We are. We are on Spotify, we are on Google Podcasts, and that's actually just it, I think. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're anywhere else. So that was our best of E3 show, and we will catch y'all in the next one. Peace. See ya. Goodbye.